What it do, baby? Back once again, Jack of All Space CLT. As always, I'm the beloved one, DJ Spellmind. The man sitting to my left, Pride of Africa. Yo, yo, shout out to all my Africans. Cote d'Ivoire, Morocco. Front and center, we got Banks on the beat. Yes, sir, Banks, Blue Water Banks. Uh, Banks on the beat, all that, still in the building. Then we got a special guest, snuck in through the back door. To my right, we got DJ Midnight. Yes, sir, what's good, man, what's good, what's good? How you living, fam? I'm great, everything is up right now. Hey, let's get to it then. What's good, what's good? So the first thing that people want to know, who is DJ Midnight? DJ Midnight, probably one of the top five DJs in this market. Top five that are alive. Top five, really, number one radio show in the city. Mm. Shout out that station. Look, DJ Midnight, Power 98, Midday Mayhem, Monday through Friday, on the biggest station in Charlotte. You, it don't get no better than that. It's, it's that simple. You know, born and raised right here in Charlotte. Base forward to the wheels fall off. Shout out 704, shout out 980. All that, we ain't forgetting no size gas house. Right. A little bit of Concord made. I mean, definitely <laughs> the Queen City. We got love for all of y'all, man. All right, so the next thing. Why the name DJ Midnight? Is there any significance to that? It really ain't. It's just because it's just I was dark-skinned. Like, did, look, I'm dark-skinned. I was just like, look, that's going to stick. And then I spelled it differently just to make it different. Like, just to bring it to life. All right, so what's the spelling, though? Uh, DJ Midnight, M-Y-D-N-I-T-E. That way it's not traditionally like midnight like the time. Yeah. But it's still similar, you know. And DJ Midnight is on all social media platforms. Yeah, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. So people, you know what to do. After you follow Jack of All Space CLT, you go follow that boy <laughs> DJ Midnight. Yes, Power ninety eight zone. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my question for you is a two part question. All right. Uh, what inspired you to be a DJ, and who did you look up to? Man, I got a slew of DJs I look up to, but my partners that I was hanging out with at the time, they they were DJing like little house parties and kickbacks, and it was just like a drug. Like it's. It happened so quick, but I was the first one to buy the equipment and jump out there and try to DJ. But it's like, you know, don't nobody know you, you know, you just just out here, you know what I mean? So I, I remember being in situations, reaching out to DJs, and they, they wouldn't even respond for real. Like, but now I, I can call them and get an answer like that. Like, so it's like the tables did turn, but yeah, like as far as like the DJ that looked up to, Butterfingers, Incognito, you know, they power 98 DJs, but they've been in the city literally my whole life for real like you got like kid capri like the djs that started the game like and then the djs that's rocking now like dj male star like man there's so many djs bro like and everybody's not nice so that's the crazy thing everybody's not nice but like if you on that legendary platform they nice like they nice like but see it's a difference between a legendary dj and a celebrity dj Mm -hmm. So a celebrity DJ, it's just, it's hype. It's a following, like, social media. Legendary, I'm talking about they could DJ. Like, they DJ the, the clothes off your ass. Like, like, you can't really fuck with them type of niggas. Like, so it's like, it's, it's a difference. It's a difference for sure. Right, they know the craft for sure. Yeah, like, you got to know what you're doing. Like, and they ain't, they ain't going to respect you off the rip. Like, you got to impress them. Like, if you do something and they that they, they catch their ear, like you know, like they be like, oh, you know, I fucks with you, like, and I I know an old head DJ that don't fuck with young niggas, <laughs> like, like, like he don't like, oh y'all young niggas don't know shit, like, you know, like he really be like that, but he heard me DJ for maybe like two hours, 
And at the end of that two hours, I fuck with Midnight. I was like, I was like, see, that, just just hear me out. That's all I'm saying. Like, just hear me out. Yeah, you know, we respect them OGs, man. We you got to. You know, they, they got to give you a shot, though. You know? Yeah, they do. They, a lot of them, they don't want to. They don't want to, but. Just to um, piggyback off my boy while BB here, man, as far as the DJ and you said, you know, DJs who inspire you, musically, what do you think inspired you to get into DJing? The ability to change how somebody feels mm-hmm. with music. Like, you put a room full of people. They don't know each other, none of that. But you can DJ and change how they feel, like, quickly. Like, like you ever seen how a fight escalate the club? Like, <laughs> like it's because it's their energy is here, you know what I mean? But it's like, you can change it. Like, like you can have them at that point of ready to fight and then vibe them out just to dance. Like, I always like, remember what Nuffy Buck did. Yeah. Like, and to this day, it still got, bro. See, that's how, it still got the same energy. Like, yeah, it did nothing change. You can play that today and still get the same response. Like, and that Jeezy yeah. shit, too. Right. Like, that that Jeezy first came out. Like, Jeezy, Fat Gucci. Like, <laughs> like all the people, like, it was like Crime Mob, them franchise boys. Like, like Lil John. like, yeah. I'm telling you, like, for real. Like, it was serious. Like, but see, I was in that, that last of the DJ era where you had to know how to DJ mm. in order to get get out here. Like, What you mean by that, though? Like, okay, so I had a mentor, uh, mm. DJ Paradigm out of Raleigh, and he would let me open up for him. But it's like, if you didn't know what you was doing, it's like a crowd could feel that. Like, and I remember being there, I'm talking about like, and I hated talking in front of people, so I never did it. But when I got with him, he forced me to do it. Like, yo, you got to talk. Like, if you're going to come open up, you got to say something. Like, like, talk to the people. I don't care what you say. Just say something. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I really don't want to do that, bro. That's not my forte. Like, just let me get name DJ. Like, they, but he was not having it, man. But it's like pushing me to that limit. It made me a better DJ. You know what I mean? So it's like, I remember saying the exact thing he said. He'd be like, you know, shots are like 25 now. You know, one time for the birthday, the people go crazy. Oh, God! <laughs> I said it the exact same way. Yeah. And they didn't even respond. I was like, yo, like, it's like, can they see me? Like, do they know that I don't feel comfortable? Like, like, it's like, it was a feeling, bro. And it's like, you had to build it up or the crowd wouldn't fuck with you. Like, that was that era of partying where partying was partying. Like, now it's just social media and they want to chill. They're too cool to dance. Like, no, I'm from the era where you had to build that vibe up. Like, it wasn't no host, no none of that shit. Like, you build the vibe up, everything else is extra. Like, mm. it's a big difference. That shit was hard. Like, it's like starting, that shit was hard. Like, I, I used to struggle with that shit. Like, <laughs> like, for real. But it's just like that part of defeat where you just got to keep going. Like, you be like, nah, I'm going to get this shit, keep going until I get this shit right. Yeah, like, 10 years in, look where you at now, bro. Like, I'm trying to put a lot on the line for DJing. Like, sure. probably made some crazy decisions, but like old heads didn't believe it. Like, I mean, like I had a job at UPS. Like, mm-hmm. like those benefits is crazy. Niggas was like, you quit? I was like, yeah. Was like, Nigga, what? <laughs> Don't be mad. You right. Like, like, they like, always they, Right. Like, they always going to be there, man. But I just got to, if it don't work, then I know it don't work. But shit, it's working. <laughs> like, it's, it's working like they a know. motherfucker. Like, yeah, let, me, let me ask you as far as uh, here in the city of Charlotte, as far as the city here, who's got your ears as far as local artists? Uh, it's a few, man. It's uh. It's it's actually a few. It's just it just starts to get to the point where it's hard because a lot of artists don't know the business. 
So like you don't want to work with them because it's you want to, but it's like it's like teaching an infant or something like, and they think they know already. But I got a lot like I mean outside of the baby that's already working, you got artists that's that's in the club like like Rich Dunk, like he's currently you know on the tour with the baby. Then I got artists like Autumn, like Autumn Rainwater. Okay, like, of course. Like, I'm the homie. To, I'm Shout out to Yeah, like I got, like, like Luke, like everybody was surprised. I was like, we've been seeing that. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like, it's, it's so many artists, but it's just, I wish it was more business. Like, I got an artist, King KD, that I'm working with. And, like I said, it's just the business that's missing. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. It's opposite that's side it. of the spectrum. I mean, right. it's something that you also got to learn that comes along with everything. It's, it's, it's all of that experience, man. Okay. All right, well, keeping it with the artists, like you said, not just local, not, nah, just, not, not just local. No, we're trying to get it, you know, yeah, national. Right. Okay, um, one day international. So, yeah. my question for you is who's the biggest artist that you've collaborated with, whether you've opened up for them for a club or just been mm-hmm. around? That's a wide range because you got like this decade of music, then you got some old school cats. Well, speak on it all. So, speak on it all. Uh, People want to know. Man, I got the open for Bone Thug and Harmony. Oh, like, shout out. Know, East 99. I, 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 got, I got the open for them back in like, this happened in like 2010 or something like that. Like, and I, I wasn't even the DJ that I am now. So it's like, if I could redo that, yeah, it'll be murder. But it's like, I still killed it. Like, and it's like, I did my set. And it was like a diverse crowd, so it's like white people, black people, and they, everybody was just there for music, so it was like better. Yeah. So it's like you open up and you go crazy, and then they was like, oh, well, Bone Thug's not ready yet, can you go again? And I was like, yeah, like, so I'm, I'm talking about, I dropped Regulator. Let the whole song rock. The whole song, I'm talking about acapella. Like, and they was like, where's the DJ? I was sitting in the people, like, right behind him. Like, it was like, he back here. I was like, like, like I'm just chilling, bro. But, like, I did that. I uh, opened up for, I DJ for Young Jeezy. Okay. In 2014. And I want to say, I went so ham, because I was just like, you... Everybody, you the fan. Like when he came out, you the fan. Like, of course. I went through every piece I had my hands on. Like, and like, what's crazy is he, like one of the hosts had like said something that like rubbed him the wrong way, and he was like, he was like, yo, hold up, hold up. Like he cut the music because this nigga out like in front of everybody. Like, had everybody ready to jump on this one nigga, and, and the nigga was standing beside me, so I'm looking like, I don't want to look like. With this nigga. So I'm, like, right. I'm looking like the only thing I can do is if I turn this bitch up, they gonna know that I'm fucking with them. Like, so I literally just started going through a set. He wasn't even gonna perform. Like, but I was going so ham, he just hopped back on, it stood on the bar and just started going off. And I met one of his partners that was running with him. He was like, yo, we fuck with you. And they, to this day, they still fuck with me. Like, any show I wanna go to, they with it. Like, but they end up giving me a jacket, a label jacket, a CTE Letterman jacket. Mm. Okay, rare. Right, like some shit I ain't never seen nobody with. Like, and I wear the fuck out of that jacket. Like, y'all ain't got this nigga. Like, 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 like that shit was hard, right? right? Like, it's yeah. like, that shit was hard. Like, but that, I did, I want to say I did open up and do a party with Chris Brown, but mm. he was like super bougie. So he was like in and out. <laughs> like, like, you play the songs, he didn't get the mic. He got damn danced a little bit. You know he's going Yeah, right. right. He, he, but he was like with his niggas, like dancing and shit. They got damn had a drink and they left. Like he was in the club maybe 45 minutes. Like pick up that, that check and go. Get right, the back like, But like Chris Brown, uh, Pastor Troy, PT, um, PT Cruises. What the chick Diamond from Crown Mall? Okay. Uh, I done worked with a lot of artists, like yeah, no a slew of artists. Two Chains. 
And like I said, his DJ from High Point. So he he showed a lot of love to us. Like DJ E Sud, shout out to Sud, man. Sud always show love. Like, but it's a lot of artists. Like a lot of artists I don't rub elbows with. I right, know people. Y'all hear that? Don't be trying to play yeah. midnight. This boy's official <laughs> in the game. <laughs> look, I'm just like, look. I'm one of the humblest out here. But if I got them, got to swing my nuts. I done done a lot. Like, <laughs> you know, so like, really, I done done a lot. Like for real. Like I done broccoli fest in DC the last two years. Shout like, out to uh, Right, like the Nike boots and ACG. Exactly, yeah, like, like for real. Like, I, like I said, I done got around. I DJ uh, the Alabama State versus Alabama A and M uh, tailgate in Alabama last year. And that was the first time I've been out there. That shit was cool. I thought it was gonna be racist as fuck. Like, I swear, cool. that's, all I, that's all I thought about. Like, you oh, out there. Them right, yeah, you right. shit, shit, shit was lit. Like, that shit was lit. Like ten thousand people type shit. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I fucked with this. Like, well, you said you brought up Jeezy. You know, he had the latest project drop. What you think about that one for? I'm still listening to it. I don't think it's gonna be as authentic and real as that very first one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of artists, you know, they be trying to bring it back, but it's. Like that hunger is different when you're trying Yo, to get on. Like facts. that's the difference. Like it's like that's like Jay Z now. Like we love Jay Z music, but Jay Z rich, you don't got nothing else to talk about. Like that's true. Like you done conquered everything. Like yeah. it's like it just is what it is. Like but so far I like the project so far. So I just don't think it's gonna be I just don't I never compare it to the to the original. Yeah, it's a classic. It's not yeah, gonna be yeah, the same. Yeah. Like, that's, it's that's a hard history. thing to compare to after Right. Like I'm looking like man, you, you know? gotta stand up to that. Like that's a lot. Like you that one project did a lot. Like that culture changing. Like <laughs> we spoke on the uh podcast that's coming out. We talked all about how Jeezy changed the game. Yeah, the changed people, the so. game, bro. Like literally if anybody wanna talk about Brandon <laughs> bro, <that was> Brandon, <laughs> bro, he got banned from school. Like, like we from the same school, shit. Like, <laughs> they said you wear this shirt, we giving you ten days. Like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, I'm talking about like, I was, like, I'm, like, like, I'm telling you, so like, born and raised in Charlotte, man. I remember going to them concerts. Like, I remember that. What's crazy is I remember just trying to get into it to to like listening to Jeezy when it came out and. It was a chick that I knew, and she knew all the words. Like I was looking like, damn, like this shit got to be heat. Like, <laughs> like this shit, like she knew it word for word. I went to the show, and the show was ham. Like I'm talking about, like the hoodest of the hoodest shows that you probably ever be in. That was one of them. Like that was really Trap one. die era. Right. Mm. True. 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 See, I want I want to scale things back a little bit. Okay. So uh, my question for you is this. What role do you think the radio stations play in breaking the artists, the local artists particularly? It's getting that, that ear to it. See, a lot of artists just want to be heard. Yeah. They don't know that, like, we're in the era of streaming. Like, so if enough stations pick you up on a mix show side, mm-hmm. it's going to lead to you getting some, at least some nighttime play eventually. It's just they got to work the market, and they don't know how to do that. So that's like, but we're in an era where you don't need the radio. Like, you really don't. Like, you have so many free outlets and people are using on the regular that people are not taking advantage of. Like, or it's because they don't know how to. Right. Mm, so is that like the business side you were talking about earlier? Yeah, the business side. It's, it's a lot of business side like to it, and they don't be thinking that it go like that. But it's like it's not as easy as they think it is. Well, just speaking on that, how can that kind of person, that kind of individual, a rapper, a singer? a producer, or maybe another DJ, who can they get with to learn these things about that business side? Because when, if you don't know, you don't know. That's when your networking come in handy. Like, you gotta know the right people 
So you were able to stay in that loop. Like, even if you ain't doing nothing but hanging around, somebody gonna notice you. Like, damn, this nigga come around all the time. Like, like come on in here, bro. We doing this. Like, like that's all it takes is knowing the key people in the game. Like, until you become that key player, you gotta find the key players mm-hmm. and hang out with them, be in the loop, so you become that key player. Like, and people like I, I feel like it went over a lot of people's heads when I used to go around saying like, look, even if you don't got nothing to offer, if you on the scene, that's enough. That's enough. I remember going through an era where I wasn't even getting booked like that. Like, like I went, I would get booked maybe once or twice in a three-month span, but I was still on the scene. And these club promoters' faces in the club, like, even if you ain't spending no money, you be in that circle. Still rubbing the shoulders. Exactly. <laughs> Just to stay in the loop. So when it's your time to shine, pow, I already knew he was there. I seen him when he was out here last time. Like, like that's really all it takes, being in the right room with the right people. And connecting the dots, one exactly. of my favorite terms. That's all it connecting is. Connecting the dots. That's perfect. All right, so we got a segment here with Jagger Ball Space. We call it Top 5 Dead Top or Alive. Five, that or and depending alive. on the guests we bring in, we make it personal to them. Okay. So for, de- for today, we got Top 5 Venues you DJ at. Top 5 Venues? Yeah. It don't have to okay. be just Charlotte. Nah, because, it will, um, yeah. yeah, I would do uh, Broccoli Fest going to be my top because that stage, an artist that's in there. Like, it's that, that stage. You got, like, uh, what did I do? I DJ in Fayetteville for a while. And that club was just like, it was literally just the DJ. Like, you rock out. Then you got the Fillmore. It's just that setting. And then World Nightclub. It wasn't World, it was Label. Yeah, back in the day, shout out. For a DJ (laughs) was the best club that you could DJ in. Like, and it was really because they had the equipment, they had the sound, like the shit was rocking. And it was just like, it was undeniable that that's what you would work with, like that club. And then I remember Republic. Damn, that's dope, public man. because of how they had the DJ booth like it was on the stage and it's you versus the crowd like that's the best way to have any DJ set up it's face to face with that crowd so you can feel that energy and it's literally reciprocated back and forth for like like literally two three hours because they don't come on time so it would be folks, <laughs> but they don't come on time but when they finally get in there the best thing you can do is rock their ass like, alright you heard it first <laughs> So what's one of your wildest DJing stories? Mm. Oh, man. I was a rookie. A rookie. 2009. Rick Ross dropped BMF. Biggest yes, song sir. out at the time. Shout out Styles Feet. I didn't even have a MacBook. I had a PC. I had just started DJing. I had bought a piece of equipment every week. I finally got my two turntables, a mixer, my laptop. And the last thing I bought was a laptop stand. I got all this, I DJed a party, and I didn't even know how to work this, the, the, you know, the configuration to, to the program. So if something went wrong, I was just like, oh shit, I don't, I don't know. Like, I only hooked this shit up in my room. Like, like, like I, I've been in the house with it. Like, I ain't never been in the club. I don't know how it's gonna act here. Like, so I'm DJing and I dropped the record. And like I said, I didn't talk, so it's like all DJing. I'm DJing, party rocking, I dropped the song. Everybody's singing it. The computer freeze. No. But the music is still playing. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, yo, it's about to cut off. Like, they was like, yo, what you gonna do? I was like, shh, reboot this. We're gonna start the party over. I was like, I was like, it just is what it is. Like, we ain't got no, we ain't got no, my back against the wall. Like, I can't do nothing else. Like, so I was like, cool. So I tell the promoter, I was like, yo, I don't know what you gonna do, but this shit about to cut off. And when it cut off, you can either say something to the crowd. Or you ain't got to say nothing at all, because I'm going to just start the computer over. And 
then we'll get the party rolling once I reboot this month. And he was like, what does that mean? It means it's about to cut off, <laughs> and you better say something because I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> so it cut off, and everybody just standing there like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, I just rebooted the computer. Like, turned the party back up, and it lasted till the party was over. Like, <laughs> no, that was it. Like, <laughs> Made it, it through. Made yeah, it I made it. I made it through. That, that was probably most embarrassing because that's that's so unprofessional. <laughs> it's, right, like, right. it's like, yo, I would never do no shit like that now. But it's like back then, man, I was so hooked on just DJing the party. It didn't even fucking matter. Like, and you would think that after that shit happened, I would chill and try to get a better computer. Fuck no. <laughs> still out here DJing parties. Like, like I'm like, well, it's about to cut off. <laughs> like, you better say something because I'm about to reboot this motherfucker. Like, that shit is wild. That's a good one. Yo, man, um, I want to shout you out on being a married man, bro. And salute you Pre- on that. I appreciate that. Salute you on that, brother. Appreciate no, that. That's, you know, a, that's rare nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're probably about a year in or so now. So. Yeah, a little bit past a year. Okay. Congratulations, brother. That's love. Um, speak to us about you know being married and dealing in the music industry. Because we all know black men don't cheat. Shout sure. out. Black men you know, don't cheat Shout out. It's unheard of. But realistically, it's about communication, bro. Like... A lot of men get it misconstrued, like, oh, my girl was tripping. It's tripping because she didn't know all the details. Like, mm. if you let your woman know ahead of time what's going on, it'll never be no issue. Like, I worked in the strip club. In order for that to work, you got to make your woman feel comfortable about where you working at. Yeah. I got hired, what I do? Nah, come with me. Like, come to the club. Like, come hang out till you feel like you don't want to be here no more. Like, right. <laughs> like come hang out. I'm gonna let you so you know that I'm not doing shit. Like, I'm just in here making money. Like, and it was cool. Like, she didn't always back me about DJing anyway. Like, even when I, it was a point where I wanted to quit. Like, mm. I wanted to quit because it was like so much negative shit. Like, it was like nothing was going right. And it was like, I'm working a regular job. I ain't making that much bread. I don't have the equipment that I need to have. And then equipment started breaking. And I couldn't even afford to replace it. Like when I finally got my hands on the MacBook, it took a tax return. Mm-hmm. I took a tax return and a chick was like, Oh, I'm selling MacBooks and I just bought one. Like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck what they got on there. Like, I need a MacBook. Like, and I bought that shit. And that was it. Like, but it's like the mixer broke. And I was like, yo, I gotta stop. Like, I don't even got the money to pay for this shit. Like, she was like, I even reached out to a DJ and was like, yo, I make payments. Like, I was like, I don't know what I got to do. I make payments. Right. Like, I make pay. I pay something to you every week if you just let me get a mix. I told him, and he was like, cool, you know, you my dog. I got you. He expected me to make payments. I told my girl, and we was just dating at the time. Told my girl, and she was like, nah, I don't want you to owe nobody. She gave, I had $200 on this mix. I was going to give him $200, and I'm like, bro, we'll, we'll go from there. Right, right. She gave me the difference. That mixer was $1,200. She gave me the difference and was like, I don't want you to owe nobody. Keep DJing. Like, I, I rock with you for doing that. Like, wow. And I was just like, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, yo, you, whatever you want from me, dog, you can have it. You can have whatever. Like, I ain't never met nobody so solid. Like, like that a real one. Right. Like, so that was it for me. Like, it's that communication factor, like, like communicating with your lady. Like, it just makes it, it, it don't bring issues. Like, if they know what's going on, they ain't tripping. Like, and I'm DJing until 5 in the morning at the strip club. Like, and she like, you know, you coming home to me, I ain't tripping. Like, where else am I going at 5 in the morning? Like, you ain't no, black men don't cheat. Like, you feel me? Like, Shout out. Shout out. Cheat. What is that? Like, what is that? It is. Like, for real. I also, um, 
I know I've, I've never caught you in the gym, but I know on the way out, a <laughs> yeah, couple times we're going to see each other. We both over here on yeah, the right side. Here, man. But um, I know that she'd be with you on the fitness, too, yeah. holding it down. So, you know, she, I know you lost some weight, too. So, you know, talk to us about uh, that. With that, man, she, she played sports all through high school. So, it's like she was, like, in perfect shape when we met. And I was just big as hell, like, but it's like, like I said, I had got diabetes and I had to literally like make a change. So I like started working out and she was there to help me every step of the way. So it's like showing me different workouts and making sure I stay consistent. Even when I don't feel like going, she's like, nah, come on, bring your ass home. Like pushing, get in there. Like long as you, in, long as you in here, you're going to be good. Like. And that's, that's really how that worked out because she was already doing She likes to work out. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's pushing me to be better. So that, that's really how that worked out. Like, and she was with whatever I was trying to do from riding bikes to, to working out in the gym. Like, she was backing me the whole way. Okay. All right, so we got a, something special for you. You know, you a DJ. Mm -hmm. You a heavyweight in this game. So we want to test your musical knowledge. Okay. So what we got lined up for you is we're going to play an original of a song that an artist sampled. So we're gonna play the original track and we wanna ask you if you know the artist and the song. Okay. All right? All right. You think you can handle that at midnight? I believe it. I like, <laughs> I like, I like, look, I like the sample. So I'm, I'm all for taking a shot at it. Like. Yeah, speaking of the shots, we was gonna have it to where if you got it wrong, he's gonna take, have to a, take shot. a shot. But since you don't drink, we're gonna let you live today. Nah, we're gonna sip this. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna sip this. <laughs> Yeah, take it back to the top. I do believe hey, I already know it, but I'm going to just, I'm just no, I'm gonna play it safe. I'm going to play it safe. I do think I know who it is. So. I could be wrong, but I'm still going to try. I mean, ain't nothing but your reputation on the line. <laughs> I'm going to go with my, my answer is going to be E. Let's see, let's see. That would be incorrect, sir. Mm. But we're gonna give you that the real, the right answer. Okay. It's the right answer. And the catch is one of the artists that you had on your article for Power 98, your top five musical artists. Wow. Yes, sir. Hit you in the head <laughs> like that. So right here we got a trial called Quest. The mm. track is called Footprints. Me and my brothers, come on, Q-Tip, Fife Dog, Shaheed. So the track that they sampled, right, right. The track that they sampled was Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Sir Duke. Yeah. Yeah, I knew this song, but that's crazy. Alright, it's all good. Oh for one. Yeah. We got we got two more though. We got two more. Jay Z, Otis. We call it a gimme. <laughs> That's too, too, too easy. <laughs> too easy. Oldest Rittens. Come on, man. You know, some people saying that Watch Your Throne 2 is still on the way. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. I sincerely doubt that. We're going to stay optimistic with it. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. All right, so like I said, that was too easy. 
But let's let's move on to that final track, Banks. Let's see what we got here. Mind you, these are one of the artists that you said was one of your top five. If it gives you a little bit more of an advantage. signed and all that like somebody need to make a time machine like they need to it's crazy like, I, need, I just need to visit that era of music man like, physically if, from the barbecue. <laughs> right like if social media was around back then like man. the people that was going platinum they would have been going quadruple right. platinum like, like 10 times it would have had to be another way like i also look at it as it's just easier like they they rather make the money now but at the end of the day it's like if we were still on CDs and tapes, mm-hmm. half these artists wouldn't go gold as quick. <laughs> like, yeah, not even. Right. It's literally because of the streaming service. Like, and then you look at how, say you make a project, but you had a single that was platinum. Right. You put that on there, and your album automatically, automatically registers is. as platinum first day. And she that's like, now. Yeah, that was like, that's cheating, but... You know, whatever. the game is different. I mean, how much is a stream worth? Do we know yet? <laughs> exactly. We still don't know. Like, we just know that a bunch of them pay you a bunch of money. Right, right. That shit back then, you had to actually physically get up, hop go in the car, get but see, get the CD. But the reason it was like that was because radio was the only outlet. Right. When they started making other outlets, that took away from radio, realistically. Like, but that's why I be thinking it'd be funny, cause like I used to, I, like I said, I pride myself in getting plaques for breaking records on radio, because it's not about how many times you played it, it's about when you played it. If you played it before that artist started bubbling, then you 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 are part of that process. What kind of plaques you got over there, bro? Talk. I got a I got a Young Dolph project. I got okay. A, I got the that was a major. Mm-hmm. That song went gold. I got Bodak Yellow. Okay. And then I got her album went platinum. Invasion of Privacy. Yeah, so I got right. one for the album. It was a bunch of them that I didn't get, but it was it's always a stipulation behind that. Like it was politics and everything. Right. Exactly. So you're saying you get the plaque if you break it out first. Yeah, like okay, so the situation with Bodak Yellow. Yeah. When it first came out, everybody was planted in the streets already. But you know, radio kinda just picked it up after it's already popping and shit. But they the label didn't think it was gonna pop. Like, they didn't see it, but they not in the streets. So what it was, was it was popping, and we were playing it. 
And then they was like, oh, we don't think it's going to go that far. And they were trying to, like, dumb it down. Like, oh, yeah, we really don't care. It's really not that serious. And they end up going. Man, they better put some respect on right. Clean like, Cardi's name, bro. Exactly. Come on. So it's like, it's always some stipulations where they don't think it's going to go as far as they do, not knowing that people really like the song. And that's really how it took off. But we was playing it before everybody else was playing it. So that's the difference in showing that love early mm. versus waiting till it's already popping. They're like, yeah, we've been playing it. And like, no, nah, we didn't play it. We were playing it before y'all knew that it was coming to radio. I want to go back to something you just said about how with the streaming and stuff, it kind of takes away from radio spins and all that. It do. But so no, no, so like, this is the question, though. With that being said, do some people devalue the role of a DJ? Oh, that's been like that. Hell, really? Hell Speak yeah. on that. Like, like, I still got love for the DJs. Man, you would be surprised that like the people that that feel like the DJ is not as important. But I'm looking like if I got a room full of people, you got they you bought them in the club. If I cut the music off right now, what y'all gonna do? If the host gonna entertain them, what you gonna tell some jokes? Like you can't you're not the <laughs> DJ. Like I cut I stopped the party. And the party stops, like, but people act like they don't know that, like, and then they got people that can't really DJ, and they just let them DJ, and be like, oh, well, you know, we got people in the building, I'm looking like, but now it's getting to the point where if these people ain't having a good time, they're not coming back. So, you may have got off this time, but how many times are you going to get off before people catch on that you're not hiring a good DJ, like, but some DJs got to stand on that shit, you just got to stand on it, you got to make them feel that shit. Well, then how about this? I mean, I, the the one I think about the most is DJ Drama, or of course Khaled, but he's yeah. you know he he's Hollywood now. But Drama, when he was putting out his uh, compilations, but that's see, where people would find exactly. out what's going on in the streets. And so, that was his lane. That so his how lane. come more DJs are not doing it like now these days? Or is DJ Midnight coming out with something? Is he cooking up like something? Like putting out a tape? Yeah. Nah, nah, that ain't even my lane. Okay, that's why I don't do that. Like because when you really look at it, how many outlets are there for mixtapes? It's a million, and at this point. They know that people barely listen to mixtapes, so the people that do are coming specific ones for specific ones. So when you look at it now, they, they are charging DJs to be able to upload mixtapes. What would I do that for? Like that defeats the purpose. Yeah. Right? But I mean they doing it, so I just was never a fan of trying to pay somebody to put out something that I put together. Like so I was like, nah, because I'm not getting any of that back. Like but I'm not going to be creative and then just let you put it on the site that you charge a nigga right, to come right. to. Like, yeah. I was like, that's just ignorant. So I, I've never done a mixtape thing. Like, and I, I, like I said, I got bad vibes when I first started. Like I tried to do a tape and shout out to the OG Betty Grind. He was the first one to host the tape that I, that I put out. My very first mixtape that I did try to put out, I put out a tape and I remember reaching out to a female artist and like, at first she was like, okay, cool. Then she was like, well, who all gonna be on the tape? Yeah. Like, why who the fuck does there? that matter? <laughs> like, like, are you like, and it's like out of nowhere, she goes from wanting to send the song to bullshitting on sending the song because she wants to know who's gonna be on the tape and what we doing on the tape. Like, you're local. You're fucking local. Like, what like, you know what? Okay, don't be on the tape. Look, fast forward, the artist hit me up talking about, let me get your email so I can send you my music. No. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to respond. Like, like, I, maybe your memory's not as good as mine, but remember when who all there? Like, yeah, I don't care who's there now. Like, it is what it is. Like, oh, yeah. And people, artists be thinking you remember that. I remember an artist told me to do that mixtape, and I was like, tell them, like, I don't really do that. Like, you know, so then I was like, you know what? I like, if you're going to put it out, 
I was like, I'd do it for like a hundred dollars. Oh man, a hundred dollars. This then he goes to Twitter and starts tweeting. It was like, who the fuck this nigga think he is? DJ Drama? Right. I was like, exactly. I was like, that's cool. I was like, that's cool. No biggie. That same artist now been blowing me up. Like, oh, I sent you my email, bro. Nobody give a fuck. Yeah. Like, 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 look how the tables turn. Like, I was like, I may not be DJ Drama, but I'm the DJ Drama out this motherfucker. Like, Yo, I was like, so if we're gonna be honest, I ain't even listening to your shit. You should have fucked up. You know you fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know you fucked up. That's that's key that you said that, man. Because I work in the industry with with young people. And they'll do stuff like that all the time. They'll be yeah. shady to some people, but then when somebody get a little buzz, they want to come buzz. back. Come and come back like, hey, bro, remember me? Yeah, you, can't, like, nah, you can't burn bridges. Right. Yeah. I'm looking like, nah, you should have thought before you spoke. So listeners, please, look, we're giving our life lessons right, along right. with these DJ please lessons. Please do not Don't, burn a bridge because you, you never know who is who. Like, facts. You be talking to somebody and be done slaying somebody that they cool with. And that'll burn a bridge, and you didn't even know that bridge got burned. Like that's how that's how quick at the back door you like. Like it's really that simple. Like you will make a bad move today, and ten years from now somebody still paying for it. Yeah. Like, like oh no, nah, remember he did that fuck shit. Oh no, nah, hell no, nah. hell no, nah, he can't come over here. That's the business side that you was talking about too. Yeah, it's business. It's business, and niggas got the right to say no. <laughs> like like that's, I have the right to say no. Like. Like, nah, bro. And to know when, that's also important, too. Because, you know, you got to be able to keep your own value and exactly. stand on that ground you're going to stand on. Exactly. And, and that's what niggas don't understand. Like, that's why I say I wish it was so much more business side to Charlotte artists. Like, if they took more initiative to learning the business. Like, even, man, shout out to DJ Chuck T. Chuck T has a class to teach you the business of music. You would think people would be running. Yeah. They going, but not everybody. Everybody need to be going. Like, you know what I mean? They not doing it. Like, but I'm like, y'all will learn. Like, when y'all, like, I remember an artist posting a video like, oh, I, I'm sorry to my fans. I was going to put out some music, and I couldn't put it out. It's fucked up contract, and you out here signing shit that you ain't even read or you didn't even understand. Yeah, and then, pow, you don't even own your own self. Like, then sign her whole likeness away. Like, and they putting out the shit that they want to put out. Like, but she did the music. But guess what? Now she got to rebrand herself in order for this shit to work. Yeah. I believe uh, Blueface is going through that same thing, See? isn't he? I wouldn't put it past him. Like, hell, he went on the breakfast club and said he didn't. He didn't read the contract. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Nah, Whack got it. <laughs> like, uh, what? <laughs> like, what? Baby got, got what? <laughs> like, uh, what yeah, does he got? <laughs> I'm looking like, you know what, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, you, you don't get it. Right. Like, <laughs> Like ten years from now, you don't want to be looking like, "Hey, bro, where that money you owe me?" Like, it's gone, bro. <laughs> like, it's, gone. Yeah. it's gone. Like, like I even hated the situation that Lil Wayne was going through. Like, yeah, I, I was just so fucked up. And I'm like, and even you start thinking about simple shit. Like, out of all twenty years that we've been rocking with Cash Money, have you ever seen an office? How the hell you go that long without an office? Like, ain't no office, no nothing, no big. We can't even pull up on you. Like. That's a little sketchy to me. Office is the living room where all them cars is parked. Right. Yeah. It's right there. Right. Like, oh, this is the dining room. This this is cash money over here. <laughs> but that's just cold. For real. Damn. Well, midnight. I appreciate you making time for us, my boy. Man, look, I appreciate y'all having me, man, for real. 
Now, once again, shout out all the all the uh, social media uh, Instagram at DJ Midnight M Y D N I T E, uh, Twitter DJ underscore Midnight, and Snapchat Mister underscore Twelve AM. You can also catch you on Power ninety eight when yeah Monday through Friday midday mayhem mix live on your radios Monday through Friday twelve to one. Well, let me let me say this. You know, once again, I work in the school system. Y'all not doing nothing for the kids. You know, school about to start nah, back up. I mean, it's a million things. Like like Jessica, Miss Jessica, shout out to her. She did a a drive where it's a back to school drive with haircuts. Like, so it's like everybody got something different that they got their hands in. And then you got the, of course the traditional station events. They're always like doing something with the community and giving back. That's like they pride on that for real. So that's that's always easy. They always do right. something. And I always got to do it for my youth, them. I'm yeah, always doing it for the kids. Always well, got to, the kids. Uh, what school you at? Man, I'm at the whole system. The whole system? All, all, all of them? Yes, sir. Oh, you the boss. So we, got, we got a collab, though. Yeah, look, let me know, man. We could, we could, get, we could pull up. Like, I done pulled up and done school dances, like, all of that. Like, the kids enjoy that. Like, oh, yeah, no doubt. Like, just anything to keep them out of trouble. Man. And seeing people that look like themselves. Yeah, see, that's what make it better. Yeah. Like, that make it better. All day. All day. So, good people. You know what time it is? Yeah. We got to go and pay these bills. <laughs> go back to the slave ship and get it. I'm always that beloved one. DJ Spellman. Yeah, your homeboy. Proud of Africa. All day, every day, still in here. Banks, a.k.a. Banks on the beat at Blue Water Banks. Yes, sir. Shout out Fat Boy Tires. You know. <laughs> no cap. Yeah, okay, all right. My man Midnight City, he told me we got to pull up. You got to pull up Look, on me this week. For so. real, like, I pull up all the time. Like, they take care of the kid, for real. Thanks, appreciate you, though. Yeah, no doubt, man. As always, Jack of All Space CLT, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Google Play, YouTube. pretty much anything that you want to stream <laughs> to listen to the podcast on, you can find us. IG, Jack of All Space CLT. Working on the website coming soon. Mm -hmm. But as always, listen, like, subscribe, and share to your people, man. We just trying to make this thing big. Like Midnight said, we we grinding right now. So in 10 years, when we, when we real big, don't be trying to get off. <laughs> don't wait. It's going to be too late to better change your passion. Right, right. Look, you better holler at us right now, bridges, man. Don't burn them bridges. Straight up. Price is going up. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pay for that shit. Right. But we out, people. <laughs>